Hello and welcome to episode 10 of After the Whistle. As always, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Donald and Moose. Say hello, guys. What up, guys? What's up, guys? So, episode 10, the big 1.0, double figures. How are you guys feeling? Feeling good. Feeling good. Yeah, feeling good. Feeling good. Feeling <laughs> Echoing <good>. Moose's <laughs> sentiments, but yeah. We are feeling good. Yeah. And it's a, it's, a great, it's a great time for us to hit episode 10 as the playoffs are in full swing. NBA playoffs, that is. Uh, the FA Cup semi-finals was just played. Yeah, we missed that, but hey, that's a sacrifice we make for our loyal listeners. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we are making this podcast, missing a great game, but the scores just came through. Uh, four two. Yeah, uh, final score four two. Yeah, final score. Chelsea 4-2. won. Yeah, Chelsea won, and um, <clears throat> for me, well, anyway, probably Chelsea fans are going to hate me for this, but yeah, <laughs> I really wasn't hoping. I was hoping that they wouldn't get there, but. Not not necessarily out of hate, but then I I, so I think Spurs I think you'd be an impartial. <laughs> no, I think I think Spurs like I feel like it's time that they want something. They you almost always seem to be yeah, just be I think on it's time. Cast, don't they? And I feel like they really have the squad to do that this time around, and um, I think that this was a very good opportunity. I feel like it was evenly matched. I think after coming off the back of the game against United, I felt like Tottenham. Could have real could really hurt Chelsea, and they played a full squad. And by full squad, I I I got the early lineup that were Hazard and Costa were benched. And I yeah. think Spurs played Kane, Ali. Yeah. I think yeah. they tried some weird yeah. thing with Son. Yeah, and but, but at the same time, to speak to this Chelsea team's resolve, honestly, I thought yeah, United beat them properly, but I still felt like yeah, I never for once thought their season. I I don't think their season is going to you, be derailed because United of this. Beat them because it was a great match. Yeah, because they played it like it was a final. Yeah, it was the whole Mourinho versus exactly. Conte thing. Exactly. So. For me, I don't think it takes much away from what they will most likely achieve this season. So I'm not surprised there. Even with Costa and Hazard. But, but another thing as well, it's 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 sad how we only measure success in tournaments won because yeah. you know I feel like <laughs> no. But to be fair, that's what Liverpool. You're going to sound like a Liverpool fan. Who's <laughs> not going to say no, it's not. It's, we have it's, the teams is, and we have is, the wins. No, this is just this is just about being real. The thing about sports is, I mean, if only the winner had a successful season, then that really doesn't paint the right picture. Yeah. Because to be fair, if Tottenham finished second and they make it to this and they made it to the semi-final of the FA Cup, it's a I feel like yeah, yeah, I feel like yeah. they can chalk that as a success, yeah. even though they didn't win anything. And I mean, if Man United won the Carlin Cup, EFL Cup, and they finish seventh and they don't Mm. win the Europa League, so to speak, I mean, come on. For me, they didn't have a mm. successful season, but they won something. You know, know, like like the measures of success are kind of imbalanced. You know, I, I always like I always feel like the four teams who make it to the <laughs> semifinals of the Champions League have had successful seasons. That's how I feel because it's worth something. You can't just say only the winners did well yeah, because Atletico yeah. Madrid have been to two finals. Two finals and that's yeah. amazing for a club like Atletico Madrid, and that should be something that will, should grow on the CV of you know Diego Simeone. That's my point. For me, it's not so much as like them not if they don't win the trophy, it means that they've not been successful. I feel like. It will be a shame for for Spurs right now if they don't win a trophy with the squad. You understand me? I feel like they have the squad to feel like, okay, yeah, if they finish second, and yeah, it's been a successful season. But at what point do you feel like we have the squad 
we could have done more and we couldn't and it's a shame. We we talk about golden generations of of certain teams. I feel like this is the Spurs this is probably the best Spurs side ever. Really? People I feel forget like they just, Van, I just feel like they have they have Van de Vaart, Van de Vaart, Van de Vaart, Van de Vaart. I feel like but then this squad this squad you're talking about two outstanding the full players the full complement of the squad like yeah. this is a well-rounded squad that it's, can challenge it's credit to the coach exactly I feel like this is more credit so, to the coach exactly and you have a really good coach who is you know in control of this team and so they're having they're like having this is what, the time they're having what I would call a successful season but they oh they are having league, a successful season the Premier League is as hard as it's ever been exactly but then would they when the season ends okay would they feel would they ruin miss chances yes would they feel like we Not had really. an opportunity no they are moving into a new stadium honestly I feel their like their squad is coming okay. up they're yeah. probably going to be on the they now have the platform to attract younger yeah. talents. Yeah. They can probably now compete because people are looking at the stability that Spurs and Pochettino is offering. Mm-hmm. Internally, I think they're chalking this season as a very massive win. But trust me on this. Internally, they are also looking to win silverware. No, Something. exactly. They are also looking to win. No, for them, that would be the crown, like the crowning moment for everything that they are building right now. You understand fair. me? No, because fair. honestly, it would be a massive shame if this team just they achieve what they've achieved so far second finishing second blah blah qualifying for the champions league but in a, in a few years to come i think it would it would fall it would be they will be remembered as a successful Spurs team, but no, then we are dangerously close to predicting the next couple of seasons. Who knows? Maybe in the next two seasons they might win some silver. Yes, that's but what I mean. Up but to this point, yeah, yeah. If they, right, if they yeah, don't if they in the don't. next five stretch, yeah. if Harry Kane spends four more seasons at Spurs mm-hmm. and doesn't mm-hmm. end up with any silverware silver to show exactly. for it, yeah. it's going to be like, well, they could have, they should have, because the reality is that Spurs feel like they are building a team where they will get to a point where they don't have to sell their stars. But you're saying they're doing it the natural way, right? Exactly. But then you have to understand that at, like, if, you're no, if you don't win a trophy at least at any point, will these players start to feel like, okay, maybe I think I should start exploring my options? They definitely would. Yeah. But the, they, the they do reason, have a time scale. The reason players explore their options is for more money. Really? All the time? All the time. It's for more money. All the time, most. All the time, more <laughs> money. I feel there's no I have glory. To disagree. No, no. I feel it's because there are the some players who have who money move for less money is inconsequential. You move for more money. Not always, though. No, I feel I see the number who don't are inconsequential when okay. you compare to the number who do. It's for more money. The Either way, is, they are good. If if isn't I went to I went to fall into a trap where. It's almost often the bigger size that can offer more money. So, in as much as they are moving for glory, they do happen to earn a bigger paycheck along exactly. the way. Exactly. That's why so, you are weighing your options. You're not. You're not forced to do that. That's the reason why you do it. It comes with it. You could. I mean, you could reasonably yeah. choose. Yeah, but to which player is going salary? No, but you which could, player is going to go like, "Hey, I'm moving to Chelsea, but you know what? I want to keep my salary just because I'm yeah. here for the glory." But why is that? Why is that <laughs> If you move for more money, you move for because, more money. No, but Moose. No, but you're moving for a chance to compete on a much wider. Okay, so let what me about make, this? let me make the point to you. Okay, Moose. <laughs> if if Harry Kane leaves Tottenham, one thing you're forgetting is Tottenham have a pay scale, and they are not going to pay him over a certain amount. And that's an amount that at a club like Manchester United, about six players are taking. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Twice. 
his yeah. salary. But then... So that's the reality. So yeah. then, that's why these are the teams who have a shot at getting him. But, but also, you have to add United's history. As in the ability and the to potential compete. to win trophies. Exactly. Listen, potential to win trophies. Let me explain to you. When City were on the come up, they didn't have a potential to win trophies. They just had money to throw around. Yeah. And the players came. I get yeah. that. But that's what you I'm saying. You have to understand that money is the equalizer. But Moose, I'm saying it's not always the case. I'm saying because it's Ozo, 99. In his book, <laughs> said time. last season he had a huge offer from China. It was crazy money. Could have gone, didn't go. Actually, because this might be a good point. Because yeah. when you talk, no, when you no. talk about China, you bring in, you bring in w- way more. Because variables. he could have oh. no, but you see, Bamus, China does. It's all about it the fulfills, money. yeah, it fulfills your condition. Yeah, it's job, all about the money because yeah. they are offering job security, insane no, job security. What job security? You are in China. You are being paid it's millions. No, it's it's different. Your contracts in China are different from your contracts in Europe. It's not a European court that's going to. Arbitrate on your contract. True, but so far you understand. So, you see, it's not, so it's different. No, but Plus so far you have to adapt to playing. No, you have to adapt. No, but to so playing far in China. So far, <laughs> no, all the no, players who have moved, you have to adapt to playing in China. You have to adapt to playing in China. There's been no indication. It's it's, 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 a, it's a different country. No, it's a different mo- language. It's very different. Wow, what are the Europeans who are moving across? No, they are because it's Europe. Because it's the EU. I mean, I know, I know, I know. Respect that difference. You have to respect that difference. Look at you. Respect. Boundaries to, now. You really, do, no, you really do have to respect the difference. No, come on, listen. Think about it. The players who are moving to China, yeah. think about it. The players who are moving to China are usually the non Europeans. Because for them, moving to Europe is already moving to another continent. So, what would moving to another continent change? If you go on, so that's why a lot of the Brazilians are there, a lot of the Argentinians are there. Because for them, I've moved to Europe. It's a different league. I'm moving there. I have to adapt to that. Oh. That's how. That's why a lot of these Europeans Almost. aren't being chased to China. Almost. Because I know you, you, can, you can honestly feel that players like Zlatan have had offers to go to oh, China. Probably and they a lot. And they haven't. Rooney, um, you, you understand. Rooney that. would rather go to the MLS yeah, than, than go, to, to, go China. to China. So you have to respect the fact that China is also a new frontier where there's too much... That's different from what you're using. Bamus, I think the point we are trying to make is that at the end of the day, you are going to weigh the options as they come and what they, how they are presented. And there are different variables. And there are I different guess. variables. Let me put it this way. Yeah. If well. a Premier League player moves to... If a star Premier League player moves to another Premier League club, he's going to get a pay rise. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. And it's, it's not a given. He can choose to forego that pay rise. They never do. Okay. So Moose, I'm assuming Leicester. Why, I'm assuming why Leicester. should a player right. exactly. for Exactly. So why? That, just, that just feeds into my point that it's money. Okay. So let me ask this question. Can, <laughs> Leicester, can Leicester offer Lukaku a huge pay rise from They cannot from they because they don't have the money to. And that's the reality of it. They don't? They don't. You think Leicester can offer Lukaku okay. 200,000 okay, pounds so a I'm week? asking. So let's say they can. Right. Let's say they can. Let's say they can. Do okay. you think Lukaku would go? Do you think Lukaku would go? Yeah. It would factor in. Really? It would factor in because if if now no listen if no. now no if now there were four clubs yeah who were offering Lukaku two hundred thousand a week yeah. and Leicester was one of them you would say okay all these are offering me two hundred thousand so now the two hundred thousand is the base 
<laughs> so what else do they offer me above the pay rise? Because l- let me put it this way: the reason why they can't offer it because everybody wants to. Clubs I, make revenues, actually, and everybody puts their wages at a certain percentage of the revenues they make. They make yeah. So the clubs that make more money can offer more money to their playing staff yeah. by virtue of that. If you, if you peg it at 50 to 60%, I mean, you would expect that clubs like yeah, Manchester yeah, United would be able to offer much more money mm. than a club like Leicester. Because at a club like Leicester, surprisingly, the highest paid player probably makes £100,000 a week. But That's moves. not far-fetched. But moves. other than players at the tail end of their careers, I feel like when a player moves to another club, it almost always corresponds with a pay rise. And you're talking as if the pay rise is not... It's a, it's a, it's a bug and not a feature. It's a feature. Yeah, it's a, a feature. Bug. No, it's a feature, but then <coughs> but, again, it feeds yeah. into the player's it's not primary to, you know, for everyone. It's not the primary reason for everyone. Is, but you are it saying it's a primary, primary reason, reason for everyone. I, I say it is a so primary you believe reason. That, no, when I so, say that. So you yeah, believe that the transfer for a player starts with, hey, I'm offering you 200K. Then the conversation starts. Then he starts to look at the club, where they are competing, exactly. and all Which other is, factors. That, that's my point. Even that's if it question. comes last... If ninety is a factor, I'll put it this way. But you're making I'll it the prime factor. I'll put it, you, are, you are putting it first. Even if you put it last, if the player comes in and says, I want to play for you, I want to play for your club, everything, and then in the end you say, okay, but we are going to offer you the same amount you're making at the club you're at. I think the player probably stays. It depends on what club we're so talking about. So if Barcelona, for example, exactly. comes for a saying. player and offers to tell you, hey, Let's say Ali, Deli Ali, or Coutinho, that he's been yeah. linked with. We are going to bring you into Barcelona. Let's say Coutinho is earning 105k a month at Liverpool. And we're going to maintain your salary. Are you saying Coutinho is not going to go? He's going to say... I no, he's go. going to push for a, a, a salary rise. And that's and fair. And that's the point I'm making. And that's what we are saying. That It's not it, the primary. And it's a feature. It's not a bug. It's part <laughs> of the it's deal. Part of it. if you're not giving me more, mm-hmm. why are you wasting my time? Yeah, you see, that's the thing. We are not denying that it's part of it. It then is. let's move on. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Obamus, the fact that it's Barcelona, he might actually eventually, if, if Barcelona say we won't budge, he might eventually. He if could. Barcelona, even, if Barcelona say we won't budge, then they are not serious about getting him. But then the, he could possibly still move because it's Barcelona. Well, I can't speak for Coutinho, but I would. I would bet he doesn't move. <laughs> oh, I would bet he doesn't on, move. Man. Okay, fine. So I guess the ampers, but we all do agree that payment in terms of salary increase is a significant part of the yeah. players' you know consideration. Yeah. yeah. When they are looking to move or transfer out because of the club, because I guess one of the features of the clubs <laughs> that have more money is that they are competing. They actually compete for more titles. Yeah, because Everton may finish above Man United, but Everton players will sit back and know that well, this was an anomaly. This was an anomaly. This was a season where we did quite and well. I mean, look back if if um, Jamie Vardy had the chance to do it all over again. Do you think he goes to Arsenal? Definitely. definitely. I think he does. Yeah, Maris yeah. as well. He dips yeah. the hell out. Yeah, Maris would definitely grab that <laughs> with, both, with both hands and leave, man. But yeah, anyway, point made. Okay, so this segue was just because we are trying to figure out if Spurs had, is having a successful season or not. <laughs> <laughs> but I think all things considered, uh, Spurs are having a very decent season. They're having a very decent I mean, season. being above Arsenal is definitely going to keep their fans... Elated, 
being second in a very tough Premier League. True. Because they are they are they are quite a way above Arsenal. Arsenal are fit now. I think this is the year. <laughs> oh no, this is the year they finish above Arsenal. And this might be the year Arsenal don't make top four. Yeah. I agree. Lots of things to look forward to. I have to, a friend who's going to come at me for saying that, but yeah, I agree. I, mean, <laughs> I, I made it a conditional statement. I said this might be the yeah. year. I mean, we have seven games left. Exactly. That's 21 points up for grabs. That can swing. I mean, I feel like whoever in the top six wins all their games probably wins the title. Yeah. As unlikely as that, that makes is. Sense. Yeah. Yes, it makes sense, yeah. Okay, so Moose, uh, you've been paying major attention to the playoff games. Oh yeah, they've and been, you're going to be leading they've us. Been, they've, been, they've been eating in the discussion. My sleep. <laughs> they have been all those late AMs. All those late AMs, but they've all been worth it. I don't know. I don't know. My sacrifice has know. only been for the Celtics, but I've been able to catch a couple of the highlights, especially uh, LeBron getting into playoff beast mode. Getting into decimating getting the into paces, mode, man. man. Paul, he, Paul he George always gets into play. I mean, I just, just, I just watch Paul I George. I think it's just sad, man. The guy, Paul, yeah. Paul George, but you have to understand that they are the eight seed. <laughs> yeah, they are lucky to be here. Could this be the end of the run for Paul George? Lakers. Yeah, it's it's actually this might if Moose is right because and it's all, and it's all about and it's all about it's all about the, about the money. He stays. Yeah, because like he's probably he'll probably be feeling like you know. But I've, we are, I've, we are forgetting I've that done my time. we are forgetting that the the what do you call it the money they are paid is contingent on him making an All NBA team, yeah. which he does, which he didn't make this year. No, which no, sorry, the, the votes aren't out. So he. But might. it seems as if no, it seems as if he's going to get pushed out because it's it's they are, gee, the sad thing is there are two forwards. In mm-hmm. the MVP race, which are yeah, LeBron James it makes it and Kawhi Leonard, for him, yeah. you can't and, and, really and and you can't leave out Jimmy you Butler. Can't leave, yeah. And then there's also Gordon Hayward, and then there's also Blake Griffin. So it looks like this might be the year where he doesn't make an All NBA team, and yeah. those things factor into <clears throat> contract negotiations. So yeah. I guess if there ever was a time for him to leave money on the table, it's now. But he has a he has a year left before he can opt out. So the cards are still in Larry Bird's hands and he can choose to trade him for assets than potentially lose him mm-hmm. to unrestricted free agency next year where he would probably walk into whichever team whichever he chooses, team he chooses whichever yeah. contender he chooses because the guy is good. He, oh, yeah, come on. He's good. No, I mean, know. you know, the, the paces have been pretty bad this year, but they are hanging it with LeBron, man, and it's... It's, it's nothing. It's too. nothing short of phenomenal. The guy yeah. is a superstar. Paul George is a superstar, and I don't know why people keep saying he's a B-level superstar. Whenever <laughs> you have, you know, they always want to put him a tier below, and I understand that. But we can all be. They can all be LeBron. I feel like and LeBron is. Whenever you have, yeah. whenever LeBron you have, legitimately in his own stratosphere. Yeah, he's in his own stratosphere exactly. Yeah. And whenever you have the chance to get Close. a super two-way player, mm-hmm. yeah. You take it. Yeah. And he is a super two-way player who shows up in the playoffs. You know, we have lots of stars who don't show up in the playoffs. He's putting <laughs> up he's putting up amazing stat lines. This the boy is legit. Yeah. 
Give him his respect. Put some respect <laughs> on PG's Put some name, respect man. on his name. Put man. some respect on his name, man. But we definitely don't see the Pacers troubling the Cavs. They're definitely going to sweep this series, right? Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's three and zero now. Yeah. So yeah. Come on. It's just it's just it's just a game left. Yeah. But the first like the first game was close. It was the last possession game, yeah. which was impressive. That was the closest they've been. But the the third game where they threw away a twenty six point lead, my goodness, that was just some wonderful. I, and basketball. I feel, and I feel like that can carry into the final, like you know, the next game. Oh yeah, the momentum like, will carry into yeah. the next game. The momentum will. But you know, the the paces have been dysfunctional all year, so it's 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 something that for if you've watched the paces all year, it wouldn't surprise you. Yeah, you know, I mean, they were the eighth seed in the East. This is a team that just a few years ago were battling it out with Miami in the conference, fi- the Eastern Conference Finals. So, you know, it's just, it's really just, it's really just. He's 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 in a bit of a um, like Russell Westbrook was. situation, where it's just him and a bunch of you know, <laughs> and a bunch of other guys trying to make it work. This is probably a good segue. Uh, to Westbrook, <laughs> yeah. to Westbrook. I mean, I, I mean, mean, he played. He played a great game. They finally night. won a game. So hey, he, he, finally, he finally won a game because because <laughs> he didn't take forty shots. Yeah, that last game. Yeah, was there was. Insane, I mean, man. in the first few quarters, you could see he was pacing himself. He was passing a lot. You know, he was trying to bring his teammates in, and they played well. So this so is this someone. Just, this just comes to show what we've yeah. all been saying. He doesn't have bad teammates. Yeah. He, he just doesn't allow them to play. So we can talk about someone who's probably identified what he needs to prioritize going yes. into the playoffs. He has identified yeah. what he needs to so do now. So coming in, he's going, he's, he's going that direction. He's and, and, his and, teammates and, and credit to him for figuring that out earlier than later. Yeah. You know, because I think if anybody remembers one of uh, um, the NBA finals where the finals, the game seven with the Celtics, Lakers Celtics, where Kobe couldn't find his shot. I mean, he ended up with was it, 15 rebounds and a lot of assists because he realized that, hey, if the shot isn't coming, wasn't I have to else. do something yeah. else. I have to defer. I have yeah. to make my team pull me through because yeah. if we don't do it now, we've lost the championship. Yeah. So it's, it's great that he's figured that out now. And also, I mean, at the beginning of the season, I just said he's good. He's, he was bad Kobe-ing his team. Yeah. That's Russell Westbrook. Because, I mean, at the end of Kobe's career, he was taking a ton of shots. He was averaging 18, 20 shots a game. Russell is averaging more than that. Russell is averaging about 24 shots a game, which is just too much, to be honest. And in the last game, uh, the game before, in game two, he had 43 shots. He was 17 of 43. 17 of 43. His team took 97 shots. He took 43. These last two games have shown what I guess the West of Westbrook and the best, yeah, of, and the best, and of, the best of yeah, the, well, the potential best that we hardly ever see. <laughs> let's be honest. The but the last then, two games have been the best yeah. and worst of Westbrook. But the question now is, do we think think that think that, that, that he's, he's going to maintain? I mean, he, he's only that's, that's a good question. More, is, this, right? is this a strategy that he's going he's going to be able to maintain? Because I feel like if you've gone all season playing in a particular way, and now. I mean, it's going to take a lot from him to shift, completely shift. Well, to be honest, if, if, if you've played his two, teammates if you've lost two well. games and you've tried... But let's, let's be honest, he played a great game and it was still close. Harden and yeah. It was still a final possession game. Exactly. So Harden, makes, it, Harden makes that three-pointer and, and then, it's a Rockets win. 
exactly. So, so, so I I think there was an article that said they are doomed. Whatever Westbrook, uh, the standard <laughs> doomed. Whatever Westbrook does, because he has to play the way he's playing. Yeah, if he does, they I'm lose. If he doesn't, they do. They do, yeah. And so it's then. it seems that way because to be honest, he played a great game, and they still nearly lost. So, which direction would you think he should go in? He should go in. Yeah. Hero he should ball, no. He should should he play to his strengths? Like should he just yeah? He has, but that's the thing. He has. He's not even playing to his strengths. That's what I feel like. This is a hot take because shooting doesn't seem to be one of his strengths. He's not shooting at an elite level, but. Like I said, he's bad cool being his team. He doesn't care. He doesn't he doesn't know the difference between a good shot and a bad shot. He's going to take it. You know, and for someone like for for someone like this to be the best player on your team, for someone like this to be the player you defer to, I mean, like I said, your your best player is a player you can allow to be inefficient, but he's a bit too inefficient for my liking, to be honest. And but credit to him, he never gets injured and he never gets tired, which are just he's just he's he's a he's a superhero. And I reckon I reckon uh, OKC wins one more game and then maybe oh then that, that would be that would be great for the series. Yeah, that, that would be, be yeah that was what I was going to that would be great for the series. For the series yeah. Keep it going, you know, a little bit more. Actually, I mean, I want I want all the first round series to go to game six. So for me, I'm not complaining. <laughs> I actually did miss this game. And I was just looking at the stats. I thought Harden did poorly, but the no, guy Harden had, had forty-four points. The guy had forty-four. Yeah, man. he had forty-four I, points. That's just insane, man. You get what you you understand? So I mean, every time um, Russ and Harden take a similar number of shots, you can you can see that Harden has much more the efficiency. Points. Always you stands know, up. Yeah, but if you watch the game, you realize Harden was still doing that flopping thing he does where. He's, he was looking for <laughs> fouls. He was looking for fouls when he shot, and that led to about four turnovers in, in just the first quarter. You know, so it's also something he should Again, look at. But it's the good, the good with the bad. No, but it's crazy. It's crazy how no, but it's crazy. But it's an art form, though. It's for you to get your shot off and get one foul throw. Harden is sometimes one of the hardest players to watch because every time you touch him on the perimeter, he just coughs up a shot. He just coughs up a shot attempt to have three shots, and I feel like the league should do something about it. But hey, he's a smart guy. If he can game the system. He's going to game the system. But that's like again, saying, after having yeah. like four turnovers in the first quarter, it was still a close game, which just shows that I feel like OKC have to pull everything out of the tank just to run with the Rockets. Yeah, like everybody knows the Rockets can just go crazy in one game and drop one twenty, yeah, yeah. drop one thirty. It can happen. They yeah. are just that kind of team. Yeah, you know and. Man, but it's OKC and they they really aren't in a bad position going forward because knowing that these are Russell's strengths, you just know that maybe just another B level star and you're going to be a force yeah, to in the in, in, in the Western Conference. So I mean, not a knock against Westbrook. I mean he legitimately has a claim to being the MVP. I mean, there are knocks to his game, but there are certain things he does so well that nobody else in the NBA does. Yeah. So you have to give him that. He just has to work on the short selection and, you know, bring his teammates in a bit more. Uh, have you had a chance to catch any of the Clippers games? Uh, the news this morning is that Griffin is out for the rest of the season. Really? Yeah. Confirmed? I believe so. Oh, then they're in trouble. 
uh, toe injury. Toe injury. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But there were some members that the toe injury is just a cover-up for some other stuff. But What other stuff? No, because, I mean, a toe injury, I don't know how bad a toe injury can be, but I feel like it's something that you can manage. So you are thinking of something worse? You can medically manage. I think it's either something worse or... Internal yeah, it's, I think it's I, I think it's something worse, or there's something going on with the Clippers. But I mean, if the Clippers go out in the first round again, I don't yeah, know. I, I don't like know about Clipper just, Nation, but yeah. I feel like it's time to just blow this whole this thing. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. but Chris Paul has been balling, though. I mean, Chris Paul has been balling, but one has Chris to go Paul, at this point, right? Chris Paul is always balling. The thing about Chris Paul is he has to sometimes take on the offensive load and score more. I always yeah. like, you know, he. I always feel like he's someone who at 20, 25 points, he's fine. But if he needs to, he can go. If he needs to, he plus. can go. I feel like in a playoff situation, you know, your premier scorers have to come to the table. And that's what he did. That's what he did in the last game they won. He, 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 scored, he scored over, you know, over 30 points and they won the game. He was all over the place, dishing assists, dribbling. Like, it was vintage Chris Paul. And he has to be more assertive that way because I feel like there are point guards who are doing better in the playoffs that he's a better player than. He like, yeah. this is Chris Paul. This is the point guard who has like 20 assists, zero turnover games, you know? This is the Chris Paul who knows plays like the back of his hand. This is one of the smartest players in the NBA. He's amazing, and he needs to show it more. He needs to take over games more. I, I think he needs a bit more Westbrook. He needs Animal to borrow a page from, you know, from the Westbrook notebook for a bit, you know, just to get his team ahead. Shout is in a Kobe. I mean, losing, losing Blake Griffin is, man. Massive blow. It's it's a massive it's a massive blow. Similar and I feel like last if season as well, where they lost Griffin, they lost CP three, and yeah, then I, I, Austin I, Rivers yeah. had his chance to shine. Yeah, but Austin is out. Austin is out exactly. this year. I don't think uh, they're going to be so fortunate this time around. <laughs> it seems like Blake is also out this year, and man, yeah, the Clippers. Man. I mean, I'm a Lakers fan, so uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah well I have to admit good, it. Huh? So, <laughs> I mean, I'm a Lakers fan, so I can't wish well on the Clippers to be honest. But man, three first round exits. Blow everything up. Well, okay. So hopping around series. What about the Trailblazers? Versus oh, it's a sweep versus the Warriors. It's a sweep. Okay, sweep. so next. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. No, but my the, no, but the Warriors have been. Me. I mean, they are hitting the highs that everybody has seen. I mean, let's be honest. The Warriors to. took only eleven guys. <laughs> you know, they only had they only had about ten guys healthy, and about yeah. four of those guys were centers. Yeah. And they and they went and took a game, and you have to be honest here. If they if they're able to do that to you, then I mean, think about when everybody gets back. Yeah. It's gonna be a bloodbath. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I mean, I'm sorry, Blazers, but this this is the Warriors. They yeah. can do that to anyone, yeah. so don't feel too Shouldn't bad. Shouldn't feel too bad about that. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, Raptors. Why don't you want to talk about oh Raptors man <laughs> Raptors man, like <laughs> Raptors but we'll get to the Celtics. It must, <laughs> I don't know how it feels to be a Raptors fan. All I want to say is I I, I feel like I have a, I I definitely do want to adopt the Bucks as a second team or just <laughs> you should you should adopt the Bucks as this just whole because of this Janice. whole length actually and uh, Maka as well this whole length they have going on has just been freaking impressive just because they're able to just smother the ball. 
And as a Celtics Giannis fan, Giannis blocked someone with his elbow. As a Celtics fan, I look at them like, oh my god, that's possible. We can have that. <laughs> yeah, because you have one of the shortest teams in the NBA. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, how many? Six foot and below guards <laughs> to the Celtics want. I feel like the thing about trying the Celtics to make a statement. They have, they, they have this must be height this line. Shot. They have this yeah, height line. Yeah. Six <laughs> foot. You should check. Like, and if you're a point guard and you come through and your head touches the line, you know, you're, you're, you're out. out. You're out. Because I mean, Rozier, it, yeah. um, Smart, Bradley. Like, come on, come like, on. it's no wonder they are the worst rebounding team. They're what? one of the worst yeah. rebounding teams in the playoffs. Stuff's one of one of my fun, my favorite stories so far from this playoffs was. Uh, when the Raptors came to the Bucks Arena, they played they play the, the Barney theme song. They played the Barney theme song, <laughs> you know, because Barney is a cute yeah. dinosaur, <laughs> and they proceeded to slaughter them. <clears throat> I mean, their main yeah. game is on point, man. Yeah. But I mean, back to my point, like being a Raptors fan must be so weird because you see this coming and you hope. No, I how get- do you know? How do you see this coming? Like, if this is what's going to happen in the playoffs, then why do you get the top seed? You understand? Like, I mean, last year they were the two seed. Yeah. This year they're the three seed. You're going against, you know, I mean, come on. You're going against the sixth seed and you're, and you're actually, you know, you're actually struggling. Every year, every, this is the second year where it feels like their stars haven't showed up for the playoffs. And that's a very big knock on their stars, to be honest. And because it's a shame for Lowry because he returned in. He during returned the, right in time, exactly. And he then he looked good. During the season and he looked to good. Heal. And he looked good with the few games he played. Everyone was like, you know what? I mean, he was only back for four games. Yeah, but everyone was like, you know what? Playoffs, Lowry is a thing of the past. And then this defeat happens. It's, it's, yeah. a, it's a mentality thing. It, it has to be a mentality it thing. It feels like a block yeah. at times, doesn't it? It has to be a mentality thing. But you also have to understand that playoff defenses are different. Playoff schemes are slightly different. Yeah, you know, the game is slower. Because Larry said something about there being too many hands in his face for every shot, but that's what's going to happen. Yeah, that's because true. these are set defenses you're going to play against. And also, they, the Bucks are playing to their strength, man. Those guys are crazy wingspan. They have make a shot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why? Why would they do otherwise? Yeah, why would they do otherwise? Yeah. Everyone's playing to their strengths, but when you now have two of the most dynamic scorers, like two, like one of the top scoring duos in the NBA, you expect. More you understand now having a minus ten minus fifteen in their points per game. These are your starters. These are your starters. These are your stars. You know you have to say. Hmm. I mean, if you have a player like Demar Derozan missing all his shot attempts and having eight uh, oh, yeah, eight I points feel, yeah. because of free throws, I feel like that. I mean, you really have to stop and say, "Wow! If our primary scorer isn't getting his, yeah. how are we going to stay in this?" Even okay. if I pick somebody at random who's never played NBA two K and I gave him the controllers. <laughs> I feel like they're able to manage more than eight shots. Yeah, I mean it's a video game, but still, he's eight a prof- points with the mad. He's a professional NBA player, so respect yeah. is due. But man, you know, that was because, a stinky game. Because come on, come on, come on! You're one of the top seeds in the East, you know. So what are you doing? Are you just making it to the playoffs just to be there? You understand? So how do the fans feel? Because is this success? You know, would you rather not make the playoffs? Would you rather be a low seed? So that when you get knocked out in the first round, you're okay with it, knowing yeah. that, hey, we really didn't win that many games. Yeah, because for the Bucks now, it's like they've won a playoff yeah, game. Huge, yeah. It's all part it's of town. Huge, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, but then if, if, if your fans know better, if, if they know better that your team can be better, you, 
But it's reasonable to expect them to be better because they're better than this. Arguably, they're the second best team in the East. I mean, all players and starters. Third best. Well, we, well fine. Celtics. Are we counting Celtics as the second best? Or the you're Celtics counting, are the one seed. Or you're counting the Wizards. Or you're going by the rankings. I mean, when we came into the season, okay. looking at the players, looking at acquisitions after the trade deadline, it was Cavs, then Raptors. And maybe Celtics. By then, the Wizards were pumping, coming up full steam ahead. Ah, Look now, it's, huh? <laughs> now, it's, now it's maybe. Now it's maybe, huh? No, <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, now it's now it's maybe. But I mean, the, the, I guess I guess that just means we should move on to the Celtics. And I guess it's interesting that they took a game. But I I I feel like this. This, this series is this series is not over. Celtics Bulls. Celtics Bulls is not over. I mean, Rondo being out played a played a major role. It's insane, but these things happen. It's insane how good <laughs> again Rondo is. He goes to the mouse, has a terrible whatever it's stint that was. Ben's bridges a goes Rondo to, stint. Yeah, goes to the Kings. He was on the Kings. Yeah, yeah. Ben's bridges goes to Chicago. He seems to be leading the mutiny against Wade and yeah. Butler, and then the playoff turns around, and Rondo just shows you everything but about his game. Though, Did you see him trip Jay Crowder? I mean, he said he was stretching out his leg, yeah? Oh, yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> wink, wink. That. No, but I see Rondo is that player that on your team, he has a nastiness to him, an edge, yeah. and he just makes He's the type of nasty player you don't want to play against. You want him on your team. You don't want him on the other but team. But seriously, does this, you know, beg the question that are there, like, playoff players? Like, there are players, there are. Who, are, there are players who are made for the playoffs. There are. I mean, the you slower understand? pace there of the game definitely mm-hmm. does help there certain are. players. So, for someone like Rondo, like, the playoff just brings out that feeling of, you know, this is this, no, is, this is my stage. Yeah, know? but that but you, but you realize that happens with the more experienced players. That's how come uh, a team like the Bulls just wanted to creep into the playoffs. They didn't care how they made it into the playoffs. Yeah. How a team like Spurs is able to just you know carry a bunch of thirty nine or thirty five year olds, dump them into the playoffs, and suddenly they get to their Western Conference Finals. You know, like the Bulls are the type of team that you, when you look at their roster. You can tell it's dysfunctional, but they have so much experience between Wade, Rondo, and Jimmy Butler that nobody would want, like, nobody would conceivably want to play them being the eighth seed. Because being the eighth seed, you'd expect the one seed to just wipe them up. To just wipe them out, but this is a tough team to play because there's a ton of playoff experience between go to those seven, three. Yeah. Most likely, you, you, you think it's going to go to seven? I feel like it's not over. I feel like the Celtics can still take this, but it's it's a series where I mean, Rondo mistakes out, mistakes count a lot. Rondo out definitely does help uh, for whatever reason. Again, we've talked about this all all season long. Rebounding, man. <laughs> <laughs> Defending, I don't even know anymore. But your team is your, that's how that's how your team is set up to play. Exactly. It's just and you know, so when it gets to the point where you can't really complain about the rebounding because this is how your team is set up to play. So you should have figured out how to you know. So you should have that. figured how how to play through that you know as a weakness because I mean even the Bulls have I mean trading away Taj Gibson they've given away quite a bit of their mm-hmm. offensive rebounding mm-hmm. as well but. When it came down to it, in the first few games, man, Lopez, Robin Lopez looked like, you know... I mean, against the Celtics, yeah. <laughs> it looked like Godzilla out there, man. Right. You, have, you have a Linux trying to... Oh, my God. Trying to break people's arms, man. It's a mess. Yeah, he did that last season as well. I mean, he love. broke Kevin Love's arm. Yeah. And now you see him, like... 
I don't want to call Kelly a dirty player, but he he's he, he's, he's a like dirty one, he's uh, a dirty <laughs> player. It's, he just had two instances, but two very bad instances. Yeah. Let's like. put it this way: um, Patrick Beverly injuring Russell Westbrook. Yeah, if he ever hits him that way again, it's intentional. It's a dirty player. You know, the knives are the daggers are going to come out. You know, I guess Kelly Kelly doesn't get that rap because he does he seems he doesn't seem like the type of guy but mm. come on man, you're pulling someone's arm, you know, in a box out. You did that to someone and you know, he was out for the he was pretty much out for the series, man. You should watch yourself. Uh let's 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 wrap up uh, today's episode with uh Barclays. Barclays well for some insensitive comments towards IT. Uh Donald, oh, okay. wanna share the story with our listeners? Yeah, so basically what he was saying was that seeing IT crying on the sidelines sidelines before the game, he felt like that that signified a player who wasn't ready to compete. And context for listeners who might not know, his sister died earlier. Yeah, his sister died earlier. In an unfortunate car crash. Yeah, in a car crash. And yeah, he was crying before the game. And Charles Barkley was saying that, why would you put that, this person through this you know he's he's struggling with a personal situation and he's and him breaking down before the game makes you know that going into the game he's not mentally yeah mentally this person is you know not maybe not ready i feel like you're painting charles better than no but that, that's, <laughs> what was, that's what he was saying. that's what he was saying no 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 that's what he was saying to make charles come out great yeah, see um, he said great i have I mean, Charles, Charles Charles has been a great player. Charles Barkley has been a great basketball He was a great basketball player. <laughs> but Charles the Pundit? But Charles, the, I, I honestly <laughs> yeah. can't stand Charles the Pundit. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's his whole, it's his whole anti-progressive stance. We used to be tougher. You know, he's, he, I, I mean, he's, really? he was, he's, 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 I mean, he did he's call, so he called, anti-analytics. He a, a wimp from Yeah, and the way, and, and the way he voiced, you know those sentiments, calling them nerds who couldn't get the girls. You know, like he he always. Well, I mean, I feel like, like that. that's part of his luster. That's why they like him because he doesn't have a filter and he says how he feels. Okay. I feel like dollar. he's a he's a he's a he's a dinosaur from an uh, from a foregone era, and he has to really respect people enough to choose his words carefully. There are ways to say these things without being so offensive. But his words. There were, was something that he said. He said his words I were. I think he's being paid to think about his words and say them and deliver them with you know he, yes he, but he said he felt sorry for him but no he his his words were that seeing a man cry made him uncomfortable yeah it made him uncomfortable and it's no, not but but then he said it made him uncomfortable for him not him I not listened, Barkley I've watched that video quite a oh, few times most, come on. he said it made him uncomfortable <laughs> for IT we are going to play <laughs> we are going to play the audio and <laughs> you guys are going okay. to make up your mind about it. But to say I'm not feeling comfortable with him sitting on the sideline crying like that. Uh that makes me uncomfortable. So that tells me uh he, he's not in in shape to play. I mean, I don't know how this night's going to turn out, but to be sitting on the sideline a few minutes before the game crying, uh that makes me uncomfortable for him. Uh, that's just that's just not a good look in my personal opinion. I mean, this guy lost his little sister. See, when I heard it, I felt like he was going to pretty much take the season off. 
and that would be justified because mm-hmm. when I had it, I was done with the playoffs. To be honest, like you know what we came. You you you, you understand like, some so things. You know some things are much more important. Some things are much more important than basketball. Yeah. This is family, yeah, and 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 in a way, and can't you say? But that was what Barkley was trying to say. That is not what he was trying to say. Really, that is you don't you don't need to sugarcoat Barkley's words. He said, <laughs> "Seeing a man, but you see, you 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 sound as if he can control his emotions because honestly, I have been I had already been warming up to it." <laughs> Getting to the end of the season, <laughs> Moose is now fully invested in IT. You know, <laughs> and a few of you who follow me on Twitter know this because I listened to a few of his interviews, especially when he was on the Bill Simmons podcast, and he just came over as such a chill dude. You know, as someone who really has his head screwed on right, you know, someone who has a chip on the shoulder, and someone who competes hard in spite of his limitations, and that's just inspiring. But now, being able to play a basketball game. A day after your sister passes away, he's one of, I mean, he's he's pretty much one of the strongest people I know. I think and he plus, even got like thirty plus. Points. Strangely enough, he had a, he had thirty three points yeah. in that game. He played a great game. We did not lose because of him. <laughs> you understand it the Celtics lost, but it else. wasn't because of him. He shot over fifty percent. Yeah, from was, the field. It was everybody else, man. He was he he was great. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know if so. I don't know if so if any of you have dealt with loss, but it hits you. You know, it hits you. You need time to grieve. You know, and I feel like he didn't. He didn't really doesn't have time. But it doesn't mean you're incapable to perform your duties yes. or your responsibilities. Fine. Yes, but it's understandable if it gets in Ex- the way. No, exactly. Exactly. It's understandable. He didn't let it get in the way. So for Charles to now say these things about him, whilst he was sat on the bench. You know, shedding tears because come on, come on. It just happened. It just happened. What, like what? no, Charles. Honestly, like what? be sensitive. What just so, no. Please, what I got from be what sensitive. Was no, listen. A lot of a lot of Charles Barkley apologists have tried to twist his words. Let's be honest here. Charles is insensitive, no, and so this was just crossing the line. You could have just said. Hey, this is really sad. I'm just laughing at Donald trying to get away. And I feel, I feel, I feel so sad seeing him like this. It saddens me to see him like this. No. But you were making Charles made it about him. He didn't make it about it. He made it about no. him. And he no, he said it made him uncomfortable. Well, nobody cares about how you feel, Charles. Him. No, he didn't say for him. Really? He said it makes me uncomfortable. I Those just, were Charles' him. words. I just have a said, huge no, grin said, on my face said, to see Moose finally stand up and defend IT. No, no, no. The superstar. But Moose, he said it made him, Charles Barkley, yes. uncomfortable. It made him uncomfortable. No, how can it make you uncomfortable for him? The man is crying. Listen, so Moose, if you saw if you saw someone crying randomly, how are you don't uncomfortable you ever feel for bad? Don't you ever feel bad? But for I the don't person? feel uncomfortable for him. No, for him that was that, that that's what that's what he feel uncomfortable to for someone who's grieving. That's I mean, what he's saying. That, that is he not sorry what Charles is saying. Moose. Charles is an <laughs> who won't feel un- who won't feel uncomfortable for someone else. <laughs> Granted. But in the context of the scenario Donald yeah. is describing, I think what he's trying he's, to say... Donald is trying to twist the scenario to make <laughs> Charles come off No, I'm as... Just, no. no, but I, I don't think Donald... I feel like we all agree that what Charles said was a bit... On, was very much a low blow and was very much uncalled for. That's all I'm saying. That's it. But then I guess the argument being pushed forward that... Like you said, Charles is a bit of an old dinosaur. 
and maybe he's a kind of person that doesn't know how to say something warm <laughs> towards the person. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. So in his expressing that hey, I saw you crying and that and I kind feel of feel sorry for you. And that was before but we have to clarify that was before the game. Exactly. Yeah, wasn't he broke down mid game. Yeah, true. Yeah. You see that was before the game and he had his game face on all game. You know, there were even times when Marcus Smart messed up some of, you know, his 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 defensive duties mm-hmm. and he was calling him out on the court for it. He was locked in and you know you have to respect that kind of compartmentalization because I mean it's insane. It just it's, happened. It's, it's absolutely insane. It, when, he I heard this, when I heard this when I heard this when I heard the story of his sister passing away, I just thought what are the odds? Like of like not to be but of all the things that could happen to someone before a playoff game. You know, wow. And even, you know, players like Rudy Gobert, who a few seconds into this first, the first game he hurt his knee, he came out to say, hey, you know, he realizes there are more important things in basketball than hurting your knee. Yeah. You know, do you understand? And this is, this is what he said. I'm uncomfortable with him crying on the sidelines like that. It's a bad look. Come and on. on. And on that note, we're going to leave our listeners to decide for themselves how they feel about Barkley. Uh, do let us know. Share your thoughts and comments with us uh, on Twitter. It's at GCRATW. Our email address is uh, <laughs> the. Oh, our email address is after the whistle <laughs> at the goalcoastreport.com. Sorry, guys. Right <laughs> Having a brain fart moment. Yeah. And on Twitter and hey, on Instagram and Facebook, uh, our handle is yeah, at the Gold Coast Report. And, and also, I mean. If if you're watching the playoffs, you could just use the GCR ATW hashtag to let us know what you think, who you who your favorite players are, you know, how you're enjoying the playoffs. Like, and yeah, I mean, watch with us, make it a conversation, and we'll definitely try and get uh, Big Man Moose here trying to get some comments and share ATW comments on the main Twitter accounts going, so you guys can see what we what we think, share our thoughts with you. Uh, we take a one week break. Make sure to check out old episodes. If you enjoyed our episode, please share with two friends. For myself, Cyril, Donald, and Moose, we enjoyed having you listen to us. ATW. What's, what's that phrase, Donald? Dominate the conversation. Dominate the conversation. <laughs> All right, bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. It's a wrap. Neymar, Busquets. Se va al ataque de nuevo el futuro campeón de liga. Me estoy dejando el balón para Neymar. Atención, hay fuera de juego. Balón para Luis Suárez. Gol. Va a golpear Cristiano. Se espatarra el bicho. Va a golpear con la derecha. Chuta Cristiano. Gol. Costa turns out the finals. Irving and Curry, one-on-one, Irving puts it up, it's good, Kyrie Irving from downtown!